0: Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to
1: rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegon Obaje as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. your right hand and say after me in the name of Jesus. Say it like you mean it in the name of Jesus. I have understanding in the name of Jesus. I have light from the word of God for it is given unto me to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I stand on the word. I stand on the truth. I receive what is mine. The Spirit of God on the inside of me enlightens me. Enlightens my understanding. In the name of Jesus. Understanding is mine. Light is mine. Revelation knowledge is mine. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. We finished a series last week on the um, relationships, all kinds of relationships, friendship, courtship, marriage or marriage sheep, if there's anything like that, praise God. (laughs) But this week we are going to be looking at something very important. and We'll be doing a series on the genesis of the new creation man. Amen Genesis of what? Of the new creation man Of course the new creation man in Christ Jesus Hallelujah The genesis of the new creation man And then with time The Lord permits us to go into that We also do Leviticus of the new creation man In Christ Jesus Hallelujah (laughs) Praise God well, let's start with the Genesis first. The Genesis of new creation man. Amen. I want all of us to open our Bibles to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. Now if you read the book of Ephesians, Ephesians didn't actually start from chapter 1 verse 1. Amen. It actually started from chapter 2, verse 8. For you to actually internalize Ephesians very well, you have to start from that verse and then go back to verse 1. Praise God. (laughs) Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Verse 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in Him. Amen. Verse 11. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called on circumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands... That at, the, at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenant of, covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, who sometimes were far off are made near by the blood of Christ. Amen. By the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Now let's stop there. Genesis of new creation man in Christ Jesus. Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. How does a new creation man begin? That's the first question we have to ask. And then before we go into that, who was that man outside Christ? Not Christian creation man now, but the natural man. Praise the Lord. Who was, who was or who is that man outside Christ? Amen? Now, I want you to turn your Bibles to. We have read that. Put your finger there. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 1. I will start the reading from verse 16 and I will be very patient to read through to verse 32. Amen. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 Paul said, By the Spirit of the Lord, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and then to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written. even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. Mark the word vain in their imaginations. Vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Mark the word foolish heart. Verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise They became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and to creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, creator, who is blessed forever, Amen. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Likewise also, the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, bound in their lust one toward another, men with men, Working that which is unseemly And receiving in themselves That that recompense of their error Which was appropriate or meet Verse 28 And even as they did not Like to retain God in their knowledge God gave them over To a reprobate mind To do those things which are not convenient Verse 29 Being filled with all unrighteousness Fornication Wickedness covetousness, Maliciousness Full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, despiteful, proud, boastful or boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Praise the Lord. It's a, it's a long reading, amen, but we had to go through that. Praise God. Now, if you look at this, Paul was saying something in verse 16. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for this power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. And then he said, For daring is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And then verse 18 is so contrary to verse 16 and 17. He said, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of man or men. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness? Praise the Lord. In other words, Paul was saying by the Spirit of God that the gospel unveils the righteousness of God. And then he says, the wrath of God is poured down upon the righteousness which is not of God. Definitely that is the righteousness which is of men. Praise the Lord. All the ungodliness and unrighteousness. Amen. He says, the wrath of God is poured down from heaven upon them. And then he began to describe the man that is outside Christ. He began to describe the man who has not known Christ. He, begins to, he began to dis, 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 describe the man who is very distant from Christ. The man that is not regenerated. Who has not received eternal life. He began to describe that kind of man. And then he used some adjectives to describe him. That I want us to look at. Amen. Now when you say you are in Christ, you have to know what you have become in Christ as different from what you used to be in the world praise the lord for you to appreciate who you are in Christ you must know the difference that okay i was so 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 and so this is the description of me in the world now i am in Christ this is the description of me now what is the difference because we are looking at a series on genesis of the new creation man in Christ jesus amen how did he start? And said, he said in verse 19, Because that which may be known of God is manifesting them, for God has showed it unto them. Do you see that? Now, there is a constant revelation of God unto them. Amen? God is trying to reveal himself to the man who is not in Christ. The sinner man, the man who is sold out to sin, is revealing himself. Look at verse 19. It said, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. Alright? For God has showed it unto them, for the invisible things of him from creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. In other words, God has been preaching a gospel to the natural man, in creation, the things that are made, the trees, the animals, the natural things around God is trying to convey a message to them through those things. Perhaps they would understand. But read on the Bible says, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. In other words, God is showing forth His eternal power in creation. How intelligible things have been arranged! You can't tell me that collision of stars and collision of electrons and um, atoms, the solar system is so intelligibly arranged just by collision. And then you have the solar system arranged like that, and you tell me that well, thats that is that is that that is how it started. In other words, if you look very carefully and sensitively to the solar system, you will see that there is an intelligible being behind their existence, behind their order, behind their structure, how structured they are. You know that, yes, there is an intelligible being that has orchestrated and designed this thing to operate this way. You can't tell me that night and day is just a coincidence. And then the rotation of the earth about its axis is just a coincidence. And then how it revolves around the sun is also a coincidence. And the timing at which it rotates and the timing at which it revolves steadily... To the extent that people could sit down and over the years, over the months, they could calculate the timing and revolution per second, revolution per minute, revolution per hour, revolution per day. And these are scientists that study these things and they say, well, they just came by collision. The power of God and his Godhead. You understand Is Godhead. In other words, the wisdom of God in His divinity, walking in the Godhead, is seen in nature all around you. Praise the Lord. And then people who study that and then see the order and the structure, they come up to say there's no God. Praise the Lord. Even his eternal power, verse 20, and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. They are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, in other words, as they were studying and researching into the systems, the solar system, researching into the stars, the constellations of stars, researching into plants, you know, archaeology, digging deep into the earth and seeing different things there researching into the animal kingdom, bacteria, virus, and the like. As they do that, Amen? As they do that, God was revealing himself to them. Two things God was revealing. His power and his what? His Godhead. But the Bible says in verse 21, because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God. Some of them even got to a point that they knew that, look, let's, let's, let's put jokes apart now. Let's, let's be frank and sincere. Let's put aside assumptions. There's an intelligible being behind all these things. Well, let's ask who is this intelligible being. The Bible says he's God. And say, so, well, we don't believe he's God. They knew him as God, but they didn't take him as God. They could not accept Him as God and surrender to His Godhead, surrender to His power, and surrender to His Lordship. When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Look at that. Vain imagination. That is one of the characteristics of the man without Christ. Vain thinking. Thinking that is empty of God. Vain thinking. In other words, the mind is vain. Not that the mind does not contain something, it contains something, but it's vain when it comes to God. It does not contain God and anything that has to do with God. So the natural man has vain imagination. The man outside Christ has vain imagination. And then the Bible says, and their foolish heart was darkened. A darkened heart. A darkened spirit. Spirit that is not sensitive to God. Amen? Now I don't want to, I don't want to go to the Old Testament and start from Genesis chapter 1, so to speak. I, I want to talk about <laughs> this thing from New Testament. You see, it's, it's there. Darkened heart. Alright? Vain mind. Those are the characteristics of a natural man. Vain mind, empty of God, empty of the Spirit of God, empty of the power of God, empty of the wisdom of God, empty of the knowledge of God. Amen? Vain imaginations. Vain mind. And then darkened heart. The heart that is not sensitive to God. Cannot smell God, cannot perceive God, cannot understand God, cannot feel God. Amen? Even when he's seen God in things around like this, cannot appreciate God, cannot take God for who he is, cannot take God for who he has seen God to be. He can't accept the revelation of God. His mind is, his mind is vain and his heart is what? Darkened. That's, that's, that's the description the Bible gives. That's a, that's a vain, vain imagination, vain heart. Look at verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became foolish or fools. And then all kinds of terrible things. Amen. Lesbianism, homosexuality, idolatry. Amen. Even if he does not have one idol, so to speak, physical graven image that he bows to, he's enslaved to money, he's enslaved to sex, he's enslaved to women. Praise the Lord. He's enslaved. It's either he goes to do for one night on people so that he can lavish that money on a lady and then take her to the hotel, praise the Lord, and then mess around with her. So you realize that if you read down, you see the characteristics of a vain man. We have identified one. Um, I mean, a natural man, vain imagination, foolish or darkened heart, and then idolatry. Amen? Look at verse 23. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Praise the Lord. Creeping things. In other words... He is always willing to submit to something or somebody that is less than God. That's the characteristics of a natural man, a man without Christ, man outside Christ, man without the life of God, man who has not submitted himself to the lordship of Jesus. Is always willing to submit to something that is less than God, always. He might have a form, he might come to church, he might be born into a Christian family, doesn't make any difference to him. He still comes to church, yes, he still worships the God of sex. Pornography is still on. Praise the Lord. And he does that regularly. His mind is darkened, his heart is darkened, his mind is vain. And
0: then
1: look at verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And then he talked about homosexuality and lesbianism. Went on. And then look at verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they want to know. They are thirsty to know. They are driven by that curiosity to know. But they don't want to know anything that has to do with God. They don't like to retain God in their knowledge. Amen? They want you to say something that is from the Bible. You could coin it in a way that it would be a balance that is acceptable by them. But you must not quote it the Bible way. You must not say it the scripture way. You must not even say scripture with it. Praise the Lord. And then you can pray any kind of prayer you want to pray. But don't call it the name of Jesus. Amen. If you don't want me to call the name of Jesus praying, I won't pray. Give it to somebody else. Because you access the Father in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the mic to somebody else. Let the person pray. But as for me, if I want to pray, I will call that name. Father, in the name of Jesus, if you are angry, you may leave the place. Praise the Lord. They want to learn the principles of God, but they don't want to have anything to do with that God. Give us a motivational speaker to tell us the principles of life. How to multiply money how to increase wealth, how to do this, how to do that. But don't, don't attach it to God. Because they, they, they have that hatred for God deep down within them. I mean the natural man without Christ. And even as they did not like, verse 28, to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. The word reprobate mind means debased mind. Debased mind, debased thinking. A thinking that is not honorable. A thinking that is anti-God. A thinking that is valueless. The virtues of God, the values of God, the treasures of God are not in that kind of thinking. Reprobate mind, debased thinking. Praise the Lord. You see that? God gave them over to reprobate mind to do the things which are not convenient. Amen? To do the things which are not convenient. And now, they, 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 they want to pose to you that they are really enjoying themselves. But ask some of them. And <laughs> they will tell you, if they just want to be frank for a minute or for a second, they will tell you they are not enjoying themselves. You mean, after drinking, somebody will drink to, to, to a state of stupor. And then he falls into the gutter, and there are bruises on his legs all around. And he says, Now, what life is in that? It's not convenient. But because they have refused to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them to debased thinking. You see the way they think? Amen? Amen? Now somebody was sleeping on the bed, and there are two ladies here, and then two ladies at the other side. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And then you put leg on one, and put the other leg on the other one. Eh? (laughs) How many do you want to enjoy that night? Praise the Lord. You see some, they are almost lean, almost dying. But they are still giving to sex. It's not convenient. They are dying. You see somebody with, drinking alcohol constantly. It's not convenient. But he continues in need. He said, why can't you stop this thing? He can't stop because he, he doesn't have the power to retain God in his knowledge. So he can't think straight debased thinking, reprobate mind. Those are the characteristics of a natural man. Amen? There's there's nothing to envy in a natural man, praise God. (laughs) For a man who is in Christ, renewed in Christ, there's nothing to envy in him. Amen? Not even his house, not even his car, not his dress. There's nothing to envy in a natural man. Praise the Lord. Now look at verse 29. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Do you see that? Let somebody say unrighteousness. Fornication. Let somebody say fornication. The, the, being filled. Now, you see, the natural man does not have unrighteousness in a measure. He's filled with it. The fullness of unrighteousness is in him. So when he acts it out, you don't, you don't blame him. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaker. He's just flowing... It's just somebody, somebody went to a party, saw a beautiful lady, and then raped the lady at the corner. Abused her. Praise the Lord. And then you look at the man and say, oh, you are so wicked and all that. And he looks at you and says, what have I done? I just raped one person. What if I raped like three or four? Or even go to seven? Make it a perfect number. He's just bringing out just a, 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 a tip of the ice badge. He's filled with unrighteousness. So, when you say somebody should, sometimes you see somebody who, who is not born again, who is not saved, and then because he's quiet, you, you suppose him for a Christian. And don't make that mistake. He's filled with what? That's what the Bible says. You say, well, he's a quiet person, he can't hurt a fly. Unrighteousness is at different levels. On different levels. There is quiet unrighteousness. Just looking at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <So, laughs> there is no problem. <laughs> ah, This man doesn't know me. <laughs> if, I, if I handle him. Cha, 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 cha. He's just quietly unrighteous. Don't suppose him for a Christian. Amen? I'm telling you the truth. That's what a lot of Christians, Christian ladies do here. When they see somebody who is not born again but is so quiet, they say, How are you? How are you? How are you doing? How is everything fine? Can you go out with me? I have some schedules I, I, I have to attend. Oh, please now. Okay. Okay. I say, Pastor, he's so nice. He's a nice man. Please pray about this thing again. Oh. Can, you, can you convince God to pray pray voraciously? <laughs> As though you were eating prayer. Praise the Lord. Ah. Now I want all of us to read that verse 29. They are filled with unrighteousness. That's who they are. Alright. Being filled with All our righteousness. Let's go. One, two, three, go. Being filled with all our righteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Praise the Lord. Now, did you see anything that shows half measure there? Filled with full of... Let's look at those words there. Please look at it verse 29 being filled with let's always say being filled do you see that just as we are filled with the Holy Ghost they are filled with unrighteousness being filled do you see the word being filled there then go again to the B part of that verse 29 full of let's always say full of do you see that they are filled with unrighteousness so don't expect them to do righteousness. Even when they supposedly do righteousness, so to speak, righteousness in code. Amen. It is done in a wrong spirit. It is done to take an advantage of somebody. Amen. Amen. And that's why when the Bible says, Be not unequally yoked with an unbeliever. The Bible understands the intensity of what is the content and the spirit of an unbeliever. Amen? So don't say, Well, he's a nice person. In fact, being nice is not part of the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? If you want to get engaged to anybody or you want to go into a deep friendship with anybody in terms of business, Amen? I mean deep. I don't don't mean buy from me, sell, buy. You could buy from anybody. So far the person has the the thing that he he wants. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) You could buy from anybody. Amen? But the issue is, when it comes to coming into partnership. Amen? You have to be careful who you come into partnership with. So you see the world being filled with, and then full of, being filled with, full of all kinds of negative things. Praise the Lord. Now we were all those in the world. All those in the world. We were all those in the world. Now look at verse 2, I mean chapter 2 verse 1. And Paul went on. He said, Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest does the same thing. Do you see that? Even in the midst of these men, you see judges there. Some of them read law, and then judge other people. Amen? (laughs) Amen. of rape, of all kinds of sin. Whereas they do the same. There's no excuse for them. Praise the Lord. They do the same. Look at verse 2. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judges them which do such things, and doest the same, that, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God, or despised thou the riches of his goodness, and forbearance, and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads, to, re, leads leadeth thee to repentance, but after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasure it up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath, and revelation of the righteousness or righteous judgment of God. Who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first, and also of the Gentile. Praise the Lord. Now the judgment of God is revealed upon every unrighteousness and every ungodliness. Amen? Do you see that? And then if you read on, because of time, we might not have all the time to just go on, and go on, and go on. Amen? Amen? And then he started from who that man... Was outside Christ, and then he began to relate it and bring it down. If you read through chapter two and then read into chapter three, you will begin to see the trend that a man that is outside Christ is absolutely different from a man that is in Christ. We are talking about Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. And then if you read through all this, they have an attitude. Praise the Lord. They have a nature. The nature that always wants to earn everything. Hello? The nature that always wants to earn and earn and earn and earn everything. That's the nature. They want to earn their money, earn their living Earn their righteousness. Amen. I mean E-A-R-N. Praise the Lord. They want to earn everything. 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 Earn their children. Earn every single thing in their life. They are always indebted to themselves. And that's why a man who is outside Christ. Having failed. What does he do? He looks at the emptiness of himself and he feels like, What good am I? Or what good am I doing, living? And then he commits suicide. Because he's always earning everything. Doesn't have a mindset of grace. Praise the Lord. And all the institutions of man, either you call it capitalism or whatsoever, amen? Even democracy, they are born out of the old man. Thank God for democracy, amen? (laughs) But it's born out of the old man. The school system is born out of the old man. There's always competition in the old man. Setting standards for people to keep going into rivalry, competing with each other, competing with each other. Always striving and competing. Amen? Comparing themselves with themselves. And if you can't compete on the same scale with another person, those people who have set that scale, they can grade you. And say, you are this class. That one is the other class. Praise God. (laughs) But in Christ Jesus, there's a different scale. Nothing is done in vain glory. You don't earn anything in Him. You don't earn a living in Christ Jesus. You receive a living. This is not capitalism. There's no capitalism in the new creation. Hello? There's no capitalism in the new creation. We have a king who is a father, who loves us. He owns everything. Amen? There is only trust and stewardship in the new creation. There is no ownership. Hallelujah. And all of us who are in Christ Jesus presently, before we got born again and came into Christ Jesus, we had that thinking and that mentality. Amen? If I do right, I am righteous. If I do wrong, I am a sinner. If I tried an exam and I failed, I am a failure. If I pass the exam, I am a success. If I set some goals and achieve them, I am a success. I am a celebrity. I am an achiever. They use the word achiever. And if I set those goals and I could not meet them, I'm a failure. A mediocrity. Or mediocre, rather. Praise the Lord. And so, if you look at where we're coming from and where we are now, what is the contribution of the old man to the new man. What is the difference between the new man and the old man? We are going to look at that. Praise the Lord. And then if you start from Romans chapter 1 and begin to read, you will realize that the Spirit of God through Paul, or Paul through the Spirit of God, was bringing some things to us about the nature of the old man, who the old man was or who the old man is and then brings us to a point that a man comes into Christ by confessing the lordship of Jesus over his life and who the new man is, what he has received in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now let's go over having known the old man. The old man cannot perceive God. His heart is darkened. His mind is vain. Amen. Even if you explain God to him, he could just nod his head. Praise the Lord. But he can't relate to it. Except he gets born again. That's how to enter into the body of Christ. He's not joining a church or being a church member. Amen? So we can't say, well, we are growing if people are increasing in the church. Praise God. Are people getting born again? Huh? That's growth in God's estimation. In the estimation of man, are we increasing in numbers? That's swelling. And that's why the issue of salvation, new birth, receiving the Lordship of Jesus in your life, receiving eternal life, is a serious issue. Amen? It's a serious issue. Is a serious issue. We mustn't play with it. That is the entry point into Christ. There is no other way to it. It's not learning Christianese. There is no other way to it. It's not trying to conform, so to speak. It's not trying to talk like a Christian or probably dress like some sects. No! It is actually coming to a point that you receive the Lordship of Jesus. Without that, you are filled with all kinds of unrighteousness. You can't perceive God. The pastor will shout and preach the word from morning to night. You will never perceive it. Except the man be born again. He cannot perceive the kingdom of God. He can't see it. No matter how he tries. He might open the Bible for several hours. And keep reading and reading and reading and reading and reading and reading. He cannot see. Except he accepts the lordship of Jesus over his life. That is how to see. Praise the lord. You see that? So the genesis of the new creation man begins at new birth. Not at natural birth. Not at being born into a Christian family. Not at a point where you learn Christianese and conform to the Christian attitude. Praise the Lord. Not getting into a particular balance. Bless you. Yes, Bless you. You are blessed brother oh you are blessed too hallelujah 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 praise god hallelujah amen the lord has been good to me what about you oh the lord is good all the time all the time they say that to some parties have you had that before in some parties i've had that the lord is good all the time the lord is It's easy, easy, easy. just that doesn't mean i said amen that's the entry point, beloved. That is the entry... There's, no, there there, there's no two-way to it. That's the entry point in a Christ. Receiving the Lordship of Jesus over your life. Confessing it with your mouth. Amen? Repenting of your sins. Praise the Lord. I don't mean you should confess your sins from... When you knew that you started sinning. Amen? And then begin to confess and confess, and confess, until that point that you're about to give your life to Christ. Amen? But <laughs> well, that might take you another 20 or 30 years before you give your life to Jesus, because you may not remember everything, and when you remember again, you say, ah, I didn't give my life to Christ, let me go again, and, and start the process all over again, and then you remember again, oh, let me start all over again, and oh, 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 and it goes on like that. Praise the Lord. What is required of you to enter into that body? The body of Christ is in that book. As you read, you see, the book of Romans is a very wonderful book, loaded. If you want to read the righteousness of faith and understand it, the basics, amen? Start from Romans chapter 1 and just read on. What is the attitude of reading a verse that favors you? I receive that one. Hey, I receive. Uh, the other one that is talking to you bring light in a particular area for you to make some amend you don't receive that one praise the lord read the old bible read the old chapter read the old book amen romans chapter 10 you see i'm going to go through the basics so that we can understand it amen From verse 8. For what said it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. It is said, if thou shalt confess thy sins. A sinner man who is outside Christ does not need to confess his sins to get saved. Get born again and receive the Lordship of Jesus. He does not need it. All he needs is to confess what? What? The Lordship of Jesus. It is a Christian in Christ in the course of learning how to walk with the Lord you make mistakes. Amen? You confess your sin. I don't mean a preacher comes and now begins to tell you eh, those of you who committed abortion before some 25 years ago come out. And the Bible literate also is also coming out. And it's coming out. So do what? And then Jesus says, What are you coming to do? He said, I committed abortion 10 years ago. When did you give your, your life to Christ? 5 years ago. And then, what's your business with that? I don't have any business with that. He said, I mean the sin I committed. I I know nothing of it. I mean the one that you remember, I don't remember. If you did something in Christ Jesus today, confess it. Amen? And repent of it and receive forgiveness praise the lord not go and dig out those old sins when you were in the world and say I did this I did that I did that and then begin to confess it doesn't need that amen and that's why you see a lot of people they keep giving their lives so to speak or receiving Jesus Christ several times it just it comes out today again you know, and then, He sits down again, and then he comes again the second time. He comes the third time, the fourth time, and he keeps coming, and you wonder, what is wrong with you? Amen? Now, that's what we are going to look at, and then we move from that place, and then begin to step into the deep waters of the Word of God. Amen? Now, look at verse... 9 of that Romans chapter 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Do you see the condition there? Thou shalt be saved. Not confessing your sins. For a sinner man outside Christ, he confesses the lordship of Jesus over his life and he believes that God has raised him from the dead for his own justification. And then he saved. In other words, he steps out of sin, dominion of sin and the devil. He steps into Christ. Praise the Lord. Though sometimes it might take some five, ten years for some people to know in whom they have stepped into. It takes some time. Hello. It takes some time for some people. If they are not in a a, a church that teaches the word of God and stresses the word of God, it might take the next 10 years, some 15 years before they know in whom they have stepped into. Hallelujah. And we are going to go dig into those things. Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. So, the entry point is what? New birth. The entry point is what salvation the entry point is what receiving the lordship of jesus over your life the entry point is what getting born again that's the entry point not joining a church not learning christianese the entry point is salvation that's the entry point all right praise the lord now go to ephesians chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Verse 9 says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Do you see that? Now, everybody read verse 8 and 9 together. One to go. Let's go. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Read it again. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works. Let's turn the Personalize it if you are saved here. You have received um, the Lordship of Jesus over your life. If you have done that, if you have not, you can do it right now. It's not hard. Amen. Jesus is given. Just receive Him. Praise God. You don't need to fast to be born again. Hmm? One, two, three. Let's go. For by grace I have been saved through faith, and that not of myself, it is the gift of God, not of my works, lest I should boast. Now, personalize it again, say it again. For by grace I have been saved through faith, and that not of myself, it is the gift of God, not of my works, lest I should boast. See, at the entry point, please understand this, you have to understand this, amen? Amen. If you can grasp this series that we are going through, that's why I'm taking time. I can preach it in one service. And everybody shout, who, who, ha, hey, hey. But we have to teach it so that we can enter into it. Do you understand that? At the entry point, how did you enter? Did you enter to earn anything, or did you enter with the feeling or mentality of earning something? That is my right now to enter. Amen. He said, By grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Not of works, not by earning it, lest any man should boast. Do you understand that? So, at the entry point, you entered by grace through your faith. What is your faith? You're trusting in the word of God. The word is near thee. Even the word of faith which we preach. Do you see that? That if you will confess with your mouth the Lordship of Jesus Christ over your life and then believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Do you see that? Now the faith is acting on the word of God, trusting on that word. That look, I can't make this thing happen, but the word can. So I... Let the word have its way. And then, as you acted on that word, you were saved. Did you save yourself? No! The word of God saved you. That's why it's by grace. You have to understand this. Your entry point is a sign that, look, I'm entering. When you get to the embassy, or you get to the, um, what they call the border of a particular country, you know how serious-minded the citizens of that country are, or how serious-minded the government of that country is. If it's a border that you can stroll in, <laughs> you know that ah, you, are, you are entering into a terrible place. It shows you that, oh, this is what I'm about to enter into. Do you understand that? At the entry point, he showed us a principle. That you are entering into this life. And that is the way you are going to live all through in this life. But many of us didn't get it at the entry point. Hello? We didn't get it at the entry point. Yes, we acted upon God's word. But when we came into Christ, and became new creation in Christ Jesus, the contribution of the old life in the mind, in thinking, began to affect us. Hello? Now we are saved. New creations in Christ Jesus. We have the very nature of God. But the contribution of the old man in thinking is the stronghold that God has to deal with. And that's what the Bible says: our 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 transformation is by, not through, by the renewing of our mind. You still see a new creation man thinking like what an old man. I'm born again, but the mindset is still tuned towards the old life. Now he's in Christ. He didn't earn the foundation, I mean the salvation. He's in Christ now. The salvation came by grace through faith. But now he's in Christ. He wants to labor for everything. He's always struggling. He's always struggling. He's all Moses. You see somebody, you know, I saw somebody praying. There's a place of praying whereby the Spirit of God takes you over and then you begin to groan. Amen? But there's a place of fleshly show, trying to convince God by some piety. You understand? You do your neck like this, probably God is, if God sees your inclined neck, He's going to have mercy on you. You going shaking your head like this. It's not a prayer, I don't mean, I mean there are, there are prayers that when you begin to pray and the Spirit of God takes you over, you see somebody somebody is, is, is short of words. Words cannot express what is going on on the inside. And he begins to cry and groan. Oh Lord, there's a kind of praying like that. Amen? Romans 8.26 says so. There's a kind of praying like that. But there's a praying in the flesh that's just show, Father, do it now, do it for me, hey, hey, hey. And then you look at this see is it by your struggling and shaking like this that God is going to answer you? Look at is this a new creation man in Christ Jesus? But he still has the old mentality that he's gonna earn everything in Christ Jesus. But he came into Christ Jesus by grace through faith. Not of yourself, the gift of is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. There are some things, he's still struggling with those things. Amen? Probably smoking or lost in. Praise the Lord. He wants to strive through lost in. He's always in the struggle. And then as he's struggling, he's getting into it. And he's getting into it. Because he has not understood how he came into Christ. And that's why we have to look at the genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Turn with me to the book of Colossians, chapter 2. And then you wonder, why is it that a lot of Christians, they just keep struggling and struggling. Some of them struggle so much that they feel like, ah, am I really born again? Ah, but these things should just leave me. Am I saved? Because they are trying to walk the grace of God by the principle of the old man. What did you do when you gave your life to? I mean, when you received the life of Christ? When, what did you do when you were saved? What did you do when you got born again? What did you do? You turned on the Word of God. The, you had the Word of God. Lord, I cannot save myself. I confess today that Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. I repent of my sins. I change my mind. I repent of my sins. I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. He died for me. He took my place. I identify what he did. And then as you confess his lordship, he came, he took over. And then peeled off that same nature. And brought you into Christ. Without struggling. Sorry, excuse excuse me. How many of us were on marathon fast? And then when we finished the marathon fast salvation came to us excuse me li- lift up your hand now i'm not despising the importance of fasting get me right all right i'm not i'm not belittling it huh but I- i'm asking you how many of us were shaking like this before the altar? hey save me ha ah, say 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 how many of us were doing that huh Answer me. How many? If you got your own salvation through that (laughs) that way, eh? (laughs) let's let's reconsider it. Praise God. Colossians chapter 2. I'll read verse 6 and 7. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. Just as you received Christ Jesus, so in the same way you received Him, that's the way you are going to walk all through in Him. If you forget the way you received Him, you can't walk in Him. You can have progress in this new life. You have to keep reminding. Sometimes I just go back to Ephesians 2.8. By grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works. Not of struggling. Not of self-righteousness. Not of what I could do or what I could not do. Not Not of striving. Amen. Amen by grace are you saved through faith not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast so at the entry point you know what he told you there is no boasting in this place you are coming into It's nothing like say, I did it no there is nothing like that here so bury that mentality outside here as you are coming in here This is how to walk in me. This is how to live in me. Hello? That's it. Now everybody read Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Everybody read. 1, 2, 3. Let's go. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. And you got saved. It was with thanksgiving. Father, thank you. Oh, thank you. Because you knew it was not of yourself. It was the gift of God. It wasn't (laughs) that I worked for my salvation, you know. Father, you know I worked for it. There's no thanksgiving in that. Okay. Please read it again. Let's go over it again. And then we establish verse 7. Do you understand that? Okay. Now let's go. One, two, three. Go. So walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and establish in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving." Do you see that? The love of God came to you, you responded to the love, you didn't struggle with, with the love. Faith in the love of God saved you. The grace of God reveals His love. And then as you acted on that faith, releasing yourself to the love of God, accepting that love, and say, Okay, I accept this love. He began to walk on the inside of you. (laughs) Without stress. Amen? How many of us in Christ Jesus still struggle to receive a blessing, receive something in Him? We are still struggling. And the way we are trying to receive it shows that we do not really believe in the love of God. Hello? Now read verse 7 again. you read it three times. And read it again and read it again until... It gets into your heart. Now read verse 6 once and then read verse 7 three times. Hello? Okay. Now let's go. As ye have rec- therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding, therein with thanksgiving. Rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding, therein with thanksgiving. And so, you came in by grace through faith. And then, you, you, are, you are rooted and built up in him. You are established where? In the faith in that faith that granted you access into the saving grace. You keep growing in that faith. Amen? Now, you see somebody who is fasting to a point that he is bleeding, vomiting blood, because he wants God to anoint him. And then you wonder what kind of Gentile mentality is this? Eh? Praise the Lord. What kind of Gentile mentality is this? I've heard of stories of people who fasted to the point that they had sickness in their bodies and died. Asking God to anoint them. The fasting was not done in faith. They wanted to earn the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And God said, Give me a Go back to how you, you got saved. You can't earn the grace of God. I'm standing before you today, not because I can pray so much. Of course I pray. I need to fellowship with my Father in love and in faith. Praise the Lord. Not because I can fast so much. I fast. I fast so I can focus to receive the Word of God and grow in the Word of God. Amen. My fasting is not so I can earn something from God. Now, this mentality, you say, well, is it going to go by just one preaching? No. It will go by taking this one preaching and meditating on it, and meditating on it, and meditating on it, until it overwhelms your thinking that in Christ Jesus, no man earns anything. There's no achiever in Christ Jesus. What are you achieving? You receive. Of his fullness have we all received. Grace for grace. Of his fullness. You receive. In fact, most of what you will be doing in Christ Jesus is learning how to receive. (laughs) Because you have so much to receive. Say, Lord, I've come to give you this. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What is it that you want to give that he does not have? Hello. And now you see some people when when they are praying, some will bring out their tithe card or offering card. Say, Lord, you see how much I've given you this month. You have to answer me. You, <laughs> you just have to answer me. You. Hey, I have been sweeping the house of God. You have to answer me. You. Because my sweeping is, is my work I'm presenting. That's my you have to answer me based on my sweeping. If you don't answer me, you just have to answer me. Hello. Now does that stop us from giving tithe? No. But our standing is not our tithe and our offering, so to speak, is our obedience. To his word. Lord I have responded to your word. Your word says this and I have done it. I have responded to your word. Honor your word in my life. Not my sweeping. Your thinking must change in Christ Jesus. That you don't lay claims on works and self-righteousness. I fast three times in a week. I do this. I do that. It is, and is that. Is that a basis for God to accept you? Lord, I obey your word. I have held on to your word. I have kept your word. Honor your word, Father. And then he responds. He's his word that is honoring. And that's why our righteousness is of faith. And everything that we have in him is of faith. Not of our offerings, not of our tithes. Does that stop us from giving offering? No. Does that stop us from giving our tithes? No. But it helps us to give it better with understanding. That tithing is, is not so you tithe and have a tithe card and so that when there's any problem you can present it before God and say, see, see the tithes are paid. No. You are tithing because you are obeying God's word. You are a doer of the word. That's your obligation. That's your responsibility. You live by the word of God. You live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith is acting and living by the word of God. That's what you want to do. You want to live by the word, that's why you give your tithe, you give your offerings, honor the Lord with your life, honor the Lord with everything you do. So that when you have that kind of mindset, there won't be proud brethren in the body of Christ who will be throwing no up placebo. Come yeah. on, just be doing like this all around, just because there's a microtashirian anointing on your head. Amen. You give all the glory to God. Because you know of His fullness. (laughs) Of His fullness. My fasting is in faith. My praying is in faith. My fasting is a positioning. My praying is a positioning. I stand on the word of God focused so that I can receive His grace. I'm standing on His word. I'm not earning it, so to speak. It's by faith. Now God has to defeat that mentality in the new creation man. That thinking in the new creation man must be defeated. Praise the Lord. Must be defeated. And now turn with me to 2 Corinthians (laughs) 5. We have not started, we are just looking at Genesis. We are still going to look at Leviticus of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. When you say Leviticus, I don't mean law, so to speak. I'm talking about things, principles that relate to the priesthood of the new man in Christ Jesus. You know we have been made priests, all of us priests, not some of us. So. Hello, in the old testament we had Levites and then we have we had priests, they had priests and then the children of Israel, the laity. Praise God. But all of us in Christ Jesus, all of us in Christ Jesus have made priests and kings unto our God. And say, well, wouldn't we have so many priests? Praise God. (laughs) Yes, we need so many priests, even more priests, because we have so many things to do in Christ Jesus as priests. We have only one high priest. He's the one, Christ Jesus. We all are priests. Amen? If all of us are functioning as priests, we won't be sending prayer points to people. Hello? But all of us are not taking our place. Some of us have to bear the burden of others. So fulfill the love of Christ, the love of love. Praise God. Or if you take your place as a priest, if you come to know that you are one, you've been made one in Christ Jesus, you will stand in your place as a priest. Amen? Praise God. Doing the work of a priest. Carrying out the responsibilities of a priest. Does that mean we should not send prayer points to people? That doesn't mean we should not send prayer points to people. Amen? (laughs) For some are standing so strong in that office more than others. But that doesn't mean that God selected them to stand in that office stronger than others. They avail themselves of that opportunity of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. But the will of the Father is that all of us should occupy the office of a priest. That's why he made us priests in Christ Jesus. All of us, not some of us. Not just pastors alone, those are the priests, no. All of us. Second Corinthians chapter 5. 2nd Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, you know how to be in Christ now. How many of us know how to be in Christ? If you want to be in Christ, you want to enter into Him. Praise the Lord. You know the entry point, and you know how to enter. How many of us know that now? Praise God. Okay. Now, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He's a new man with a new way. A new and a living way. The Bible calls it a new and what? The new man has to operate by a new principle. Be under a new covenant. Stand on a new pr- promise. Amen. Better promise. He has a new Lord. We're going to look up at that. Of course, we are not going to finish this. Probably in the next one or two months, we'll finish. Praise God. Therefore, look at it. Therefore. Let's start from verse 16. First, if you see the word therefore, you have to ask yourself, what is that word standing there for? Praise God. Wherefore, you see the word wherefore again. <laughs> Henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we we him no more after the flesh. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, old things are passed away. Behold, all things. Let someone say all things say it again say it again say it again All all things have become new all things so as he steps in everything is like strange to him and that's why he said go into the whole world and make disciples of all nations i wonder why people come to christ and enter into christ Without opening the Bible, all things have become new. You don't know anything new. Everything here is what? Every. All. What is your responsibility when you come to a place that everything is new? You start learning. And how fast you begin to understand these new things and key into them. Amen? Depends on your yearning and longing to learn. Every one of us, including this, this man talking to you, must be a student of the Bible. In the school of the spirit learning. The Bible is what? Waking up in the middle of the night and saying, Lord, show me all things have become new. I want to understand the newness of this life. This new way. Oh, spirit of God, you are my teacher. <laughs> you have to teach me. All things have become, not some things, your thinking has become new now though you still think so to speak in the old way and that's why you can't have the new results until you begin to think in the newness of mind newness of spirit by his flesh the piercing of his flesh he made for us access into him by a new and a living way. So the walking is a new walking. You don't, you don't just walk anyhow in Christ Jesus. You have to learn how to walk. Amen? For we walk by what? <laughs> Not by sight. Somebody says, I have to see you. Seeing is believing <laughs> This is reality. Forget Bible now. Let's face reality. A Christian. New man in Christ. He said, let's forget Bible. Forget this Bible thing. Ah, Sin is what? But sin is, if you open your eyes and say you want to see in Christ, you will fall. It's a new way of walking now. For by faith we what? We walk by faith. Not by what? We used to walk by sight, but all things have become... I, I can't see... Lord, say keep walking on, act on the word. So I can't feel Say so act on the word. So, oh, hey, this kind of thing. Shy. Hey, hey, hey. Ha, what kind of life is this one? That's new life, beloved. Amen. What is it? Oh, new life, praise God. <laughs> we walk by faith. And then when we walk by sight, you do like this. I said, oh, Lord, help me up, help me up. I said, okay, no problem, I will help you up. Just like what happened to Peter. And say keep working on. Walk work by what? Walk by faith. And now all those we are going to look at the genesis of the new creation man. And then we look at the leviticus of the new creation man, the laws, the precepts, and principles that guide the new creation man. Huh? Now let's read on and then we close. Verse 17, Therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things that have become new are of God. Not of the flesh, not of man, not of the will of man, not of flesh and blood. Everything that has
0: become new are of God. The new life
1: is of God. The new walk is of God. The new desire is of God. The new promise is of God. The new covenant is of God. The new commandment is of God. Everything is of God. Is of God. It's of God. So, everything in Christ Jesus must be operated by God through us. When God was dealing with me on that, <laughs> He took me time, sincerely speaking, to grasp this thing that I'm teaching. I'm still getting to understand it, the more praise God. <laughs> I tell you the truth. I mean, I, I, I just got born again I will be dreaming and I will see, you know, yellow women, black, they will come and they're rubbing me all around my body. Praise the Lord. <laughs> wow, they dealt with me in the dream. Amen. <laughs> now I will wake up, Eah! I will cry. Sometimes I will be having sex in the dream. I the Lord, I'm saved. I'm born again. All things have passed away, all things have become new. All things have become new. I went for deliverance like almost ten times. My head was almost getting bored. Through the laying on of hands. Ah. And then there was a day I, I I said, Lord, you have to show me the secret of this thing. And then I was praying. Praying. I had been filled with the Holy Ghost. Praying in tongues. Praying. I was just there before the Lord. I, I could not eat because I needed God to show me the secret. And then the Lord led me to Galatians 2.20. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Galatians 2.20. If you wake me up any time to quote that scripture, that was the scripture of my deliverance. I can't forget. <laughs> because they dealt with me. Ah, they dealt with me. Because I didn't know how to walk this new life. So they took advantage of that. Because the devil is an advantage taker. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I living. But Christ. Living in me. And the life which I now live in the body. Physically speaking. I live by the faith of the son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. I said, Lord, I don't understand this. He said, let Christ live through you for all things are of God. Everything that has become new. There's no struggling. I said, how do I? By faith. And then he took me on the subject of faith. For like one year, the Lord was dealing with me on the subject of faith. So when I wake up in the morning, I say, it is the life of Christ. It is the life of God, not my life. If it were to be my life, I would have lived it. You didn't receive your life at Newbar. You received the life of Christ. It is the life of Christ. He lives his life through me by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I began to confess that word. The life of Christ is working through me. It is His life, His grace to overcome in the name of Jesus. I cannot be oppressed. I cannot be oppressed. I began to say it. I began to say it. I began to say And it began to dawn on me. Amen. Right now, I, I'm saying it now with all boldness. There's no witch anywhere that can oppress me. my There's no witch. want to be. want to be I tell you the truth. I lie not. The Holy Ghost Himself bearing me witness on the inside. And that's the truth. And I say, ah, Pastor, I, I, our, our people in bureau, <laughs> This is not um, uh, fear of men or fear of witch. Praise God. Amen i tell you the truth i lie not and then <laughs> i began to confess the word the first day the second day the thing stopped it didn't come again the first week the second week the first month the second month one year second year third year fourth year sleeping like a baby amen i have the life of christ he flows through me this is not my life I am crucified with him. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I. No struggle any longer. Is by faith. I act on what he says. I put it in my mouth. I believe it. Amen. I meditate on it so strongly until it grips my spirit. And I began to live by that. And it moved on like that. I tell you the truth, do you know that there are a lot of believers in Christ Jesus who don't know one all over one million of the new life? They don't understand it. And they have been born again for a long time. It's not by chronology. Yeah, when did you give your life guys? Night Ah! I have a bunny here. <laughs> It's, it's not by that. He might not know anything, so to speak. Amen. Now let's finish that scripture, and then we we'll close. Next week, by God's grace, we we'll pick on that. We have a series we are doing on Sundays. Amen. <laughs> we continue entering into your inheritance in Christ Jesus, and then this is a series. Again, Genesis of the New Creation Man in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's move to the next series, Leviticus of the New Creation Man in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Mm, mm. It's a powerful series. And all things, verse 18, are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen? Praise the Lord. The first part of verse 18. Stand on your feet and shout it loud. You start from verse 17. You read it. And then you keep shouting that the first part. All things are of God. You keep shouting it until it makes sense to the inside. To the, to the man on the inside. Amen? Verse 17. Let's go. 1, two, 3. Go. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new, and all things of God
0: and all things of God 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 shout it one time and all things of God hallelujah all things of God Now personalize it.
1: I am in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things that have become new are of God. I am of God. I walk by God. I walk of God. (laughs) You just keep confessing that way. And that's how to pray. Amen? It's not... And you come to God and say, You may hear me or you may not. But I, 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 I plead with you in the name of Jesus that you just give me a listen here for a moment. Amen? The praying must be in line with the word. You can grab your Bible and keep... Conf- you know confession is praying. If you study Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, you see that confession, confessing the word before the Lord, presenting the word to the Father through the high priesthood of Jesus. Amen? Is praying. How many of us do that kind of praying? Just confessing the word. Hallelujah. It's a new kind of praying. And then you know there are a lot of some so-called prayer warriors, some so-called tongue warriors, some so-called Bible sticklers. Amen? Stickler to the word. Very few understand the new life i am getting to understand it the more i don't know all of it but very few understand a bit a bit of it and god wants to bring us to the fullness of it sincerely speaking every one of us so that you are a christian with power you are a christian that exemplifies the life of god you are not a struggler your faith amen now let's personalize verse 17 and then the first part of verse 18 and then let's keep saying it you just keep praying and as we are praying already amen you are of god and keep saying it all things that are new in this new life they are of god not of myself not of myself not of myself in the name of jesus i will learn to leave the god way i will follow the god way in the name of jesus they are of god the new life is of god the new promise is of god the new covenant is of god the new oath is of god the new spirit of god is of god everything is of god the blood is of god amen now let's confess that personalize it and then you begin to pray one two three let's go if any i am in christ jesus I am a new Christian. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things that have become new, they are of God. They are of God. I am of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I live the life of God. It flows through my life in the name of Jesus. It flows through me in the name of Jesus. I am a carrier of the life of God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I live, I live by the
0: faith of the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Who loved me and gave himself for me. I am crucified with him. Is a life I live in him. It's a life I live in him. It's a life of faith. Is a life of faith. Is a life by grace. It's not a struggling. It's not a works. It's not a works. struggle is not a works. It's of grace. Is by grace through faith. Shekhu is not of works, it's not of struggling, is believing what God has said, is acting on what God has said, is the name of Jesus, it's not of works, it's not of works. it's not of works. I walk in him in faith. I act on what he said to me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Brassé docoto baladesi bra la bosha. Masende le bosi cretto como con la doce. Brassa na matoko la boshi preketek ba 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 de doce. Zu peketek tetoksu te preketek la Oh yes Lord. Ascendolo boshi prestesci protokladesh Zembro 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 Zokotopo celebra Bangladesh chef Bangladesh Zampato tule le christ poko sila borogoro grosto Is of God The new life is of God My new life is of God my new life is of God. It has to run the God's way. It has to run the God's way. It has to work the God's way. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life we shall not live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loves me? Who loves me? It's a life of faith. 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 By grace through 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 faith. through faith by grace through faith as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord so are ye in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith rooted and built up in him and established in the faith rooted and built up in him and established in the faith oh oh yes it's of grace, it's by grace through faith. is by grace through faith Shago is by grace through faith Shago is by grace through faith Shago is, is by grace through faith oh yes in the name of Jesus I walk in the grace of God I walk, by faith, not by sight. I walk 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 by faith, not by sight. I stand by faith, not by sight. I'm justified by faith, not by sight. I receive blessings from God by faith, not by sight. Dandel Rossi, Lemba Shambalo, Siclabo, Shambalesti, Keboro Shalabai, Rissamanossia, Rissamanossia, Imbralaro, Shamado, Siclabo, 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 Masandalabo, Siclabo, the Bosch of Frederic Thank you, Father.
1: In Jesus' mighty name we pray. <laughs> my ground is what He's done for me. That's what I stand on. is by faith. Not on my works. Not on what I have done. But what He did. In Christ Jesus is all about what He's done for us. Not what we are trying to do. Accepting what He's done. Receiving what He's done. And thanking Him. That's how we are bound in thanksgiving. There's nobody who feels that he he, he, he earns he, he earn some, earn something and then it is his right, so to speak, to get something. He's not going to be thankful. He's just going to take it and then turn his back. Even our rights and privileges in Christ Jesus are based on faith. Faith. That's how we are bound with thanksgiving. A man in Christ Jesus who keeps understanding this way the more he keeps rejoicing and giving praise, singing and worshiping all the time. You don't see him happy. You see her happy. Why? Full of grace, full of joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory. Because he has received that gift, which is an unspeakable gift. He's always rejoicing. She's always rejoicing. Why? Because he has come to see that it is all about what is done for me. That I'm accepting and living that life. That life. The life of God. Hallelujah. Oh. By God's grace, next week we'll dig deep into that the more. Praise God. Lift up your hands and make this confession through Jesus to the Father.
0: I am of God. I am born of God I I overcome the world not by my struggling struggling. for this is the victory victory. that overcomes the world even my faith my faith overcomes the world my faith overcomes overcomes luck my faith overcomes sickness my faith faith in him based on what is done for me i overcome i am an overcomer i am an overcomer i overcome sinful habits i overcome smoking i overcome masturbation i am of god i am of god i am of god i am of god i am am blessed in christ jesus I am blessed i stand on the ground i stand on the ground of his finished works i stand on the ground of his finished works i stand on the ground of what is done for me i receive all that is done for me when he died i died with him when he was crucified i was crucified with him when he was buried, I was buried with him. When he was raised from the dead, I was raised from the dead with him. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Who loved me and gave himself for me he loves me he loves me he loves me i believe in his love his love is working in my mind his love is working in my heart his love is working in my emotion in the name of jesus i break away from unforgiveness because he loves me his love is working in my will choose righteousness I walk in righteousness because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus for he who knew not sin became sin for me that I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus Satan hear this Satan hear this principalities hear this I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus irrespective of what I feel irrespective of how I feel I am the righteousness of God In Christ Jesus Let God alone be true And all men be liars Oh God is not a man That he should lie Not a son of man That he should repent Has he said it? Will he not do it? Has he spoken it? Will he not make it good? I am the righteousness of God In Christ Jesus Rejoice in him and give him praise And give him glory Rejoice in him and give him praise and give him glory. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory. We give you honor, we give you glory. Thank you for who we are in Christ Jesus. He's based on what he's done for us, not on our works, not on our righteous deeds, but what he did for us right on the cross. Oh, blessed be God forevermore. Blessed be God forevermore. Give him glory. Oh, thank you, Father.
1: Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And that's yours. I mean, that's yours. If I were you, I would just rejoice there. I mean, that's yours. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) He gave you all that in Him. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. We know you've been blessed by this message. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact Shego Badger Teaching Ministries on 234 or plus two three four eight zero six zero one triple zero nine three stay blessed